What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 170 of the What Up, Though? Podcast. Yeah, we're hitting y'all with three straight this week because I'm lazy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out, I'm out here working and shit. Like, yeah, I'll upload it tomorrow. They like, yeah, uh, I'll upload the next day. They like, so do y'all record? I'm like, yes, every yeah. fucking weekend. <laughs> Mike is cool. trash, man. But it's, it's like my my uh, work laptop is it's questionable when I'm not at work, and it's gotten worse and worse. So it's like I'll be like, yeah, I'll do it when I get to work, and then I get to work, and I don't have time. And now here we are, three weeks later, with no podcast uploaded, but two. And now about I mean, to be three podcast recorded. I think what's just what's shitty about it is that I I just need to get the files and I can just do the shit because I'm not a do the shit, but we just didn't put that shit together to do it. So yeah, like any other time I could have just did the shit. Yeah, so we've been trash, but so, yeah. I, no, we I've been trash, but it's fine. You know, well, yeah, we'll, we'll get by. The sink, the, enjoy the, enjoy the, the shit three episodes that are probably gonna span you about. Sophia mm. was like, "Yeah, I caught up," and I was like, "No, actually, no, no, no you, you haven't caught up. It's still some more you need." We to about catch four, up five, six hours for your ass. Yeah, you ready? So, <laughs> yeah, we, we we have all those. Hopefully, uh, end of this uh, weekend, so we'd be good. I had somebody I went to middle school with that was like, never has commented, never has sent any feedback. Now that she was like, "Yeah, I be listening to y'all." Like when I'm oh. around, I'm like, "Oh, straight up." That's a people. Yeah. I've seen this. It's a lot of lurkers in social media or whatever. Don't comment on nothing, but then they just randomly pop up. That's kind of cool though. To find no, somebody yeah, it's dope. that you just that, you know randomly like yeah. I listen to your shit. I don't say shit, but <laughs> but well, I mean, it's, it's, I listen to a bunch of podcasts. Well, I don't know if they have anything where you could comment from because I listen on uh, uh, podcast addict, so there's no way to comment in or whatever. But I don't think. Malcolm Gladwell gives a shit about what I think, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. So I listen right to this podcast. I listen to this podcast. A I lot. barely give a shit about what you think. Yeah. So <laughs> um, listen to his podcast a lot, and then uh, I listen to this one. Some uh, manager. It's like a HR podcast uh, about uh, it's called I Am Manager or whatever the fuck. But basically, what happens is she gets um, questions about work-related shit and how to resolve them and shit like that. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> um, and, you know, she, she first she had just a blog where people were writing letters. <clears throat> Excuse me. She would get a blog and people write in letters and then she would answer the questions like, hmm. th- like the one today was uh, the dude wants to date a chick at work, but she's the, the daughter of the boss. So she's like asking like questions like that. Oh, it's called Ask a Manager. Yeah, it sounds like a smart move. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. Basically, they was and then she had some guests on there, which I ain't like to guess. But anyway, they basically like if you do start dating her, you might have to quit your job or go somewhere else because you got to factor in the petty factor. If shit don't work out right, your job might get sabotaged or yeah. some crazy yeah. shit. Um, and then it was just like it might just get awkward or some crazy, whatever the case. So, um, so yeah, so that was about what I listened to. I haven't listened to any like local or just I want to say homegrown folks or nothing like that. Lately, other than and then this American Life, so I'm, I think I'm into more of the the the, the big storyline ones and shit. But yeah, um, I've been trying to get back into my podcast. I've been backed up, but um, when I drop my kid off at school, uh, day camp in this case, um, I try to knock out some podcasts on the way to and from there. And um, I've I've been kind of you know steadily getting caught up my po- my uh, polit- political podcast and um. What political podcast do you listen to? 
I listen to NPR's Up First. They put it out every morning at about eh, 6, 7 a.m. Probably not even 7, probably before that. And all it does is like 12 minutes long. They just cover whatever happened the previous day. And then um, I listen to, um, it's just called NPR Politics. It's like a longer version. I think they put it on Thursdays. And um, it covers like the week of stuff that happened. So um, with the uh, midterm elect. Midterm elections coming up, they cover a lot of the a lot of the shit going on in the political world because shit's getting crazy with Trump getting the Supreme Court pick and uh, just whatever's going on locally you that might impact everything. The, the, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you good? The, the name of the the Supreme Court guy that he just put in, yeah, Brett Kavanaugh. So from what I hear, he is like as far right as right can be. Yeah, um, when I listen to up first. The morning after he announced that, they mentioned that somebody had uh, wrote them and they had created like almost like a not a timeline, but like a I don't know. I don't know the best way to describe it, but like a a, a, we'll call it timeline, but like a, a list of like from most left to most right. And they said that he would be the second most conservative judge that has been appointed which is not cool because <laughs> that, was a, it's, that was a very polite way to put it. Like that was probably not, cool. <laughs> it's not cool. And it's, <laughs> it's not cool because it's shit's been kind of split with like, you know, one judge could lean one way or the other. Oh, make no sense. There's no fence. He's on. He's as far yeah, off he's, the fence. Yeah. He's, as, he's, he's full right. His from what they're saying. Shit. Yeah. He's, but he'll, he'll say he's like, kind of like, Building himself up is like, hey, I'm going to be open. Uh, I'm going to judge each case, you know, on its own merit individually, whatever. But based on his track record, he leans very far right. And one thing that I guarantee he'll probably never talk about, but he was probably nominated because of it, is that Trump has always said that he wants to get the Supreme Court as right-leaning as possible so that he can make sure that uh, Roe versus Wade gets overturned. Why would you want to... Why would you want to overturn that? Because the conservatives are very pro-life and they want to make sure that people can't get abortions. So they want to try to overturn Roe versus Wade and I guarantee that he will never... Like, he'll probably get asked about it. Like, hey, how do you feel about overturning Roe versus Wade? And he's probably not going to say shit. But people are saying that he's going to be that swing vote that's going to get Roe versus Wade overturned, which is incredibly troubling. So, yeah, uh, not looking good at all. It, it, it's, it sounded like it might be a rat for Roe v. Wade. It's like they, which, they, if you're a woman, they, you should be shitting bricks right now. It's like they, they, they care so much about people having fucking kids and then they don't do shit about all the fucking kids getting mowed down in school and shit. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's such a fucking cluster, dude. I, it is. It is. I've, I, I've generally over my past 38 years, never been really, I guess quote political, but I've been trying to keep myself afloat and just learn a lot more and shit just cause it's just stupid to not be at least be informed. Even if I don't really care to have public conversations about it and shit, but I could just imagine. I just don't understand why they give so much about fucking women's 
women's right to have a fucking baby if they want to. That is just fucking maddening to me. And it, and it's not even like like Trump or it's like a fucking Bible thumper or some shit. Like you know he gives no fuck about the any you know. For a lot of people have like you know religious reasons or whatever that they you know stand by that shit or whatever. But he has no fucking religious. He's about as fucking the devil incarnate as anybody can be, you know. <laughs> so it's like I don't even understand his 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 fucking his reasoning with with even you know backing shit like that. That's just it, it's, it's just it's, following it's, the whole Republican way or some shit. Like, it's all about your base, right? So if you wanna if you wanna continue to be to hold whatever office you hold, you wanna make whatever moves and say whatever whatever you gotta say. That's gonna uh, please your base and help keep you being help keep you elected. And well, yeah, that, that, that yeah. they and so yeah, and that's of, that's a, a, uh, a heavy yeah. Shit. It's a heavy conservative point to be pro life. Man, and, you know how many chicks Trump has probably impregnated and got <laughs> and, and and got fucking abortions with over his years of being a fucking slut face bastard, like <laughs> like. Super super sidebar and has nothing to do with the podcast, but I really feel bad for your Corona stick because this one is breezy as fuck, dude. <laughs> Dog, I am pulling greatness out of this stick, dude. I'm so glad Terry probably doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> Cause I don't have a heart to tell him that I had to toss that bitch, dog. Like that shit was trash for me. Well, man. I will say if you uh, want to try again, I'll be in Florida. I mean, uh, next month, and so I'm going to stop by Corona. That's why I'm not sure about smoking. <laughs> duly, mine. No, duly noted. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm not sure about smoking all mine. So well, I mean, only I got two of each, but I ain't tripping because I'll be down there next month. So. I'm glad Terry hasn't asked. How did you like that? Because I posted it. And then, like five minutes later, I posted that I was smoking the the Roma uh, slobber knocker, and I was like, "Oh, I hope he doesn't notice that I posted them bitches like five minutes apart." <laughs> but, well, I mean, shit. That I mean, shit. I mean, you yeah. have those. I mean, shit's hand rolled. You had those, but I the other one was fine. The shorter, the, I think the other one was robusto. What size is this? Let's see. He maybe yeah. So <clears throat> that's but, probably what it is, but. I ain't had no issue with that one. Smoke was good. I think already this doesn't have the the pepper. Which one did you have, Tony? The this one doesn't have the pepper in it. It's at the start, but it's still good. But yeah, I was just I was about to ask you for your tool, and I was like, I pulled same cool. <laughs> I don't even need I start, it. Yeah, I don't even need <laughs> this shit. Anyway, uh, random cigar talk. Uh, <clears throat> Oh, we were talking about Trump and Republicans and Yeah, so um one thing I kind of one thing I wanted to mention about it, um this is one of the topics that I had to talk about and since we since we're talking about that, might as well bring it up. Um last week, which y'all probably have <laughs> I mean if you listen to this now, if you listen in order you might have heard it, but I'm trash so I haven't been uploading the podcast, but we're gonna upload all three of these. So if you're listening to them in order, you will have heard it, but Last week, we talked about the governor race here in uh, Michigan, and I was kind of like not not too knowledgeable knowledgeable about what was going on, but I've like done my research in the in the, in the time yet, since. So I'm really curious. Like, so yeah. I've, I've done it heavy, right? So um, what spots are being filled? What do you mean? That we're voting for. I mean, well, multiple governor, ones, but like the governor race is the, the biggest is one. the main one. Yeah. And um. So, Rick Snyder, our current governor, uh, 
his term limit is up, so he's Thank out. He's out. Thank God. Yeah, he's well. <laughs> hold, hold, hold you your commentary. That, you think it's gonna be worse? Hold your commentary. Oh, come <laughs> on, man. So Rick Snyder's up out of here. So we're looking for <laughs> our primary is on August seventh. So we're gonna vote for uh, our Republican nominee and our Democratic nominee. So our three Democratic nominees at the forefront are Sri Tanadar, who. Um, I haven't heard terrible got, shit about him lately. Shree Tanner got money. He bought a commercial that aired during the Super Bowl. So that, that motherfucker's got loot. Um, Shree Tanner, Gretchen Whitmer, and Abdul El Saeed. Okay. Uh, he's uh, Muslim, obviously. Uh, so those are our three Democratic nominees. So uh, starting with Shree Tanner, right now, he's like the front runner. He has the most, he's polling the best. And that's largely because of the fact that he's a, uh, uh, I don't want to say scientist, but like he's a uh, scientist of work. He's got science, science degrees and shit like that. And he has no political experience, but that's his field, right? The science shit. Dude has uh, companies and shit. He sold them, got loot. Dude's got mad loot. So he's been paying for like mad TV commercials since, like I said, since the Super Bowl. So he's got his his face is out there. He's like everywhere. Like you you'll see Weird. mad Shree Shree commercials. He's like an Indian dude, but he's got like perm yeah, hair like and his shit. Super Bowl commercial was based on was based his on people funky not ass being name. able to pronounce his name and shit. Mm-hmm. His uh his commercials right now are mainly like now they're more focused on on uh issues, but. His Super Bowl commercial was like jokes about his name and shit. He's like an Indian dude, but he has like permed hair. He looks like fucking uh, Terrence Howard and uh, Hustle, dude, Hustle, it's... Hustle and Flow. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so that's where he is. But so the thing is for him, for him, excuse me, he's running as a Democrat. But there's been mad stories coming out about the fact that he's got mad loot. He has no political background. He has is essentially using his loot to get his commercials and run, but he's running for whatever he thinks he can win as with his loot. So there's stories. It's like, yo, he uh, spoke with advisors and all that shit about possibly running as a Republican. He donated to John McCain's campaign back in 08. And then he also was seen at a rally for Marco Rubio Back in, uh, I want to say 16. So he's he's been plotting and planning for a long time, it seems. Well, so he's been showing that he fucked with the Republican Party. Because, you know, with McCain, Rubio, he's fucked with the Republican Party. And he's also uh, talked to advisors about running as a Republican. So what it's looking like is that he looked at it as like, well, if I run as a Democrat, I got a better chance of winning. So he's saying all the shit that will appeal to liberals... But his track record don't line up with that because he's got mad Republican uh, connect situations, whatever. And he, uh, I read an article earlier today from The Intercept, which is a another political podcast that I listen to. And they questioned him about um, health care. Uh, all the Democrats, all three of them, are running on the idea of improving health care. They all want to get the single payer health care where it's like the government pays for the health care, like Canada, you know, you don't have to pay for so it. It's like everybody get it. Huh? They want that. 
Yes, like they they they're all kind of running on the idea of uh government sponsored healthcare. Um Gretchen Whitmer, the um the woman candidate, the problem with her is that a lot of a lot of candidates, especially Democrats, they try to run on the idea that they don't take corporate donations. Like we just want to be for the people and shit. We're not trying to take these corporate donations. Gretchen Whitmer, her biggest funder is Blue Cross. Obviously, that's our biggest uh, insurance provider. So, and then I think also her, uh, like one of her relatives, like a father or something like that, was heavy in Blue Cross. So, like she has heavy connects to Blue Cross. So, if you're somebody who is taking money from Blue Cross, obviously red flags are going to be raised about your desire to uh, have a single payer healthcare system because you're trying to when you got money from Blue Cross coming in. Right. So she's suspect on that front. Yeah. Shri Tanadar is saying he wants to fuck he you know he wants to do single payer healthcare. I read an article from The Intercept, which is a podcast I listened to by uh Jeremy Scahill, and they interviewed him like asking him questions like so so what's your plan for single payer healthcare? And this nigga had no fucking clue. Like he was asking questions like, Yeah, I'm just gonna try to get single payer healthcare for the country. It's like, well, that might not happen. Like that's like federal shit. What you gonna do on a state level? And he had like mad, like un uninformed answers. He didn't know what he was talking about. He just he just looked completely uninformed. Um, so he has his biggest flaw is that it looks like he's just a dude with loot who knows he can pay for commercials, pay for everything he needs to be visible, and get in front of a camera and say, "I want to do all these things that are related to shit that liberals want," but. It looks like he all he really is like a scammer. Like he's just like, yeah, I'm gonna run for the Democratic Party because I know that's where I can win if I say all of these things and I throw my loop behind it. He it I mean, his, but, evidence suggests he's not about that life. I mean, but isn't he kind of like a a Democratic Trump on a lo, on a local level? He's like, I mean, uh, I, and I say that because of not the Trump not having you know political ties and shit like that. The, just the outsider, you know, in or whatever. That's kind of that's kind of what he's building himself as, but the like the opposite of Trump. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, the liberal version of that. But all his affiliations with the Republican Party suggest that he's full of shit and he's just using his money to get himself out there and say all this like you know, liberal shit, but that's not really the life he's about. So he seems like a scam artist, honestly. And then, like I said, the thing about Gretchen Whitmer, she's, she got ties with Blue Cross. So it's like, okay, how can you really trust her on that tip? Um, Abdul El Sayed, the Muslim guy, he's from, uh, obviously, I mean, you can probably guess where he's from. <laughs> uh, he has a very comprehensive plan for how he would fund a single payer healthcare system. Like dude is on his P's and Q's. Like he's like top notch level. Well, what I gather is that he's not getting the attention. He's not, but that was because of the fact that Sri Tanadar has been running commercials since the fucking Super Bowl. So everybody knows who he is. Whereas Gretchen Whitmer and, and him, they haven't been putting out commercials. They just start. I saw commercials for them. Um, during, I don't know, something that I had on TV last night. Like, I don't know, America's Got Talent. Whatever the fuck it was. I wasn't watching it, but my wife had it on. Whatever it was, it might have been that. It might have been something else. But one of those, you know, talent shows and shit. And with the commercial, and it played 
a Gretchen Whitmer commercial, it played an Abdul El Saeed commercial, and it played something else. So, like, they're just now getting their commercials out there. No, they are fucked. They're, yes. And, and it's troubling because you get people who they, they, they're going to recognize his name. Like, he had a commercial during the Super Bowl. He's had commercials nonstop. They're going to be like, oh, I know that guy. I mean, he's and they're going to go in there and they're going to vote for him. He's played the smartest game of, he of has. any fucking political candidate I've seen in a while. Like you say, the Super Bowl commercial was strictly uh, people mispronouncing his name and him just showing his face and shit. Yeah. And now he's just playing a game of which political party, you know, fits him best that he can, you know, finagle. And then he's, unless something crazy happens, he's probably going to win the primary. And that's what we want to try to avoid because we got about a month before, not no, not even a month, less than a month before the primary. And currently he's polling in front and that's because of his exposure. But like, dude is like a scam artist, man. Like if you Google him, like you will see mad articles about how this dude is just like, not really about that. Uh, liberal life. He's just doing what did he got to do nah, to, I, I to didn't win. I don't know if it was a true or not or, or real. Did he like post up at at fucking Popeyes? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that shit leaked like today that he posted a uh some sort of video or something at Popeyes and shit. Like, yeah. So he's he's doing that kind of shady shit, man. So, but he's the front runner right now is because he has that vis- visibility. So the I mean, the other two gotta get that shit popping. Abdul Sae, he has like full on comprehensive plans on his website. Like, this is what I wanna do and this is how I'm gonna do it. Whereas Sri Tanadar is like, this is what I wanna do, and then he gets questioned about it, like, hey, so how you gonna do that? And he has, he doesn't have an answer because he doesn't know. Uh Abdul Sae was the uh Detroit like like the head of the Detroit's health department. So he has a full-on comprehensive plan like yes we're gonna raise taxes we're gonna hit up the uh the you know the higher level people to make a lot of money we're gonna draw money from there and we're gonna use that to fund this system he has like all this shit laid out and i just don't see how he's getting slept on well well history has shown like recent history has shown that Rich people can fucking win and not have a fucking clue, you know. Mainly our our fucking president, but then you go to our you know, uh, fucking Bessie DeVos. She's shown countless times that she had no fucking clue about how to be the secretary of education, and <laughs> had a retired and, secretary of education, and she's secretary of education. So, you know, with with history on his side. Sheree Tanner has like the greatest chance ever. He's sit he's sitting good right now. I'm hoping that the fact that the other two got their commercials popping now that they can maybe make a dent in that. I saw an article that said that um Abdullah Saeed spoke at U of M and when they poll U of M students, he's like far and away the highest polling uh uh candidate. But Overall, he's last. But this dude has, like, mad comprehensive plans. Like, shit's very laid out. Like, my man's ready, dog. Like, he's he's on point. But think about the fact that he's, one, he's polling last right now. And two, most importantly, he's fucking Muslim. Like, that's a tough tough, uh, uh, hurdle to overcome, man. Like, he's... 
white he's people. got it bad, but well, man, he's a, far there's and away. Of, there's a lot of white people that's not going to vote for him because and he's he is Muslim. he's far and away the best candidate. Far and away, like everything I read, man, he's like on point, dog. Like this dude is on it. I asked uh, uh one of my most political politically savvy friends uh larry he's been on our podcast before and i just i made a facebook post like hey who are you voting for for governor and larry gave a very thorough rundown and like i said the shit that he mentioned about tanadar and gretchen whitmer was shit i already knew but he's been to like he's been to abdullah saeed's rallies he's read um his full proposals for shit that he wants to do talking about 30, 40 pages of, of proposals. He like he's read all that shit. And he was like, I feel like Abdullah Saeed is the best candidate for any office in this country. Not just for a governor here, but period. Like he's like the best candidate that he's seen, like in a long time. And man, my man is on point, dog. And like he'll fuck around and get slept on because And he's gonna wanna- he's People are gonna, it, you know, you know, you know, you hope it doesn't happen, but people are gonna go with the fucking popular name they know, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, how yeah. how much else? It yeah, I mean that. I mean that's how it sits right now. But like, I mean they're they're getting their commercials out there. Uh, people like us can, you know, uh, pump those people up on our Facebooks. I mean, like, you know, we're just three people, but three being uh, Tony's here. Like, we didn't introduce him and shit, but uh, uh. The third admin of our cigar group uh, is here, uh, sitting in the audience and shit. But uh, <laughs> the three of us here, like you know, we can we can post what we can on our Facebook. Like, hey, yeah, you know, fuck with this guy, fuck with this guy, you know, whatever. But and we could try to pump him up. But August seventh is real fucking close, and Shri Tanadar's raggedy ass is in the forefront. So um, if he wins the nomination on August seventh. The Republican nominees are obviously all trash. So, yeah, I don't we, even know. I don't we even, might be I don't fucked even, in the I game. I don't even know who the Republican uh, nominees are. I haven't. I haven't dug into them, but I mean, you know, you know what kind of shit they're about. So, um, yeah, it's not looking too good. It's kind of shitty that you know the reign of, of Snyder is going to be over, and there's potentially a worse person that's going to come up. That's kind of how it's looking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, things are looking too great for us on the governor front. He didn't even. The interview that I read with Sri Tanadar, he didn't even realize that um, how uh, healthcare works federally versus how it works statewide. Like he he was like, yeah, let's expand Medicare and get everybody access to that. Like you can't do that statewide. Medicare is a a federal program, so like he didn't even realize that. So it's like it's it's very it's not looking. But good. you know, I think the the normal to the less. You know, voter or whatever don't do research. They they you know they get to the and I I've been using this in the past. You know, you get like you fill out the local, I don't know, say city council. And you got to pick more than who you're familiar with, and then you're just filling out fucking names and shit. Like, yeah, that name sound familiar. Yeah, you know, so and he you know, can benefit from that. Yeah, he could definitely benefit. You know, he's like, oh, I heard his name in the Super Bowl. Like, I could, it, it, it got to be a good percentage of I heard his name in the Super Bowl. And then his commercials say all the things that we want to hear. So if you don't know that he donated to McCain and that he was at a Rubio rally and all that, all that shit, if you don't know that, all you're gonna know is, hey, I see this Street Tanadar guy, and he's talking all the shit that I want to hear. He's talking about. 
fuck Donald Trump. He's talking about single payer health care, all that good shit that we want to hear. But he ain't really about that life. Like he's he's doing what he's saying, what he needs to say, because he knows that's what's going to resonate with the liberal base. And he's got the loot to bang out these commercials like he so like I think I read that he sold like a company or part of a company or some shit for like millions. So dude's got loot for days so he can just keep pumping these commercials out and shit. I mean, I know it doesn't make it. I know it doesn't matter in the in the grand scheme of anything, but I really hate his hair. <laughs> like I said, yeah, he looks. I really hate his hair. It's just like it's like a, a, a Illich wig. Like it looks so bad, dude. It looks so terrible. Yeah, if y'all ain't from here and you listen to this, Google that man. It's S H R I. I think is his first name, Shri, and Tanadar is T H A N D. E, oh shit, S T H A N D E R, I think something like that. But if you start typing it, it'll fill, it'll fill out. If I'm not right, it'll fill out. Yes, S H R I Shree, and then Tanadar is T H A N E D A R. Okay, you so may yeah. have said it. I wasn't paying. So yeah, that, yeah that's, I think that's what I said. Either way, is if that's not what I said, it's close. But Google them. Hit the image search on on Google. See what he looked like. He looks like a fuckboy. But, yeah, he's he's basically a guy who said, I got the loot to run. Uh, I think that if I... He, he has no actual passionate affiliations. He was just like, which party can I run in and win? And he chose the Democratic Party. And now he's saying all that shit. And... He's the front runner because he got the loot and he's visible. And it's like you said, you you recognize the name, like oh I know that name, I've done that before. We go to voting these midterms and shit. You get mad people that you're voting for for other shit that you're not quite familiar with. You be like oh yeah I know that name, oh I've seen that dude, and you end up voting for him. And he can win based off that. So yeah, that's that's where we're sitting right now. And it doesn't look good. If he's our Democratic nominee, we are fucked. Fucked. Cause he don't. Cause even if he wasn't actually supportive of the shit that he says, it's the fact that he don't know. Like when I read that article from the Intercept today, he don't know what the fuck is going on. He he has no idea. He's not a politician. He's a scientist. He has like degrees and shit for science shit and all that kind of stuff. Like he's not. He don't know about politics. And he was getting sweated about that these questions. That ain't stop somebody. Yeah, yeah, no, it don't, it don't matter. Some certain person. Yeah, he was getting sweated about the like the intercept interviewer was sweating him about uh, about healthcare, and he did not have he he did not have an answer, Sway. <laughs> he did not have them. So, uh, I mean, it's just sad. Like I say, we've seen this seen this shit happen. You know, I, we watched all of the what what are the the. Uh, I'm gonna say cross examinations, but when uh, Bessie DeVos was was going up, oh lord, uh, the uh, what are they called? The only depositions, but that sounds right. The confirmation hearings, yeah, confirmation hearings. Yeah, when she was doing the confirmation hearings, she was being fucking embarrassed, dude, straight embarrassed, and it was just. I just didn't see how she made it out alive, dude. Like she was being fucking embarrassed, and yet and still. Yeah, if you think about all the people that Trump nominated who have stepped down or no longer hold that position, it's crazy. 
Like, he's not nominating anybody who's worthy of that title. Like, it's mad people get knocked out. And it's 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 embarrassing, man. Like, he's, he's nominating trash-ass people to these positions, and they're stepping down. And it's... It's nasty, man. So, I, I I don't know how it's gonna play out. I know that right now with uh, what's today, the eleventh, we have just under a month before the primary. I'm gonna push as hard as I can for Abdul El Sayed to get nominated, man. Cause like, dog, he's on point, man. He's got all this shit laid out. Like, seems like a good dude. Like everything. Like he's ready, man. And we got this fucking random ass Indian dude with this perm and shit like <laughs> man like I, I it, it, it sucks to be like yeah he's only here because you see him at commercials but it's like you how do you combat that like you can't because like like you said you get in the voting booth oh I know that name you check it off and he's not all the evidence suggests he's not about everything that he's saying he's just trying to win because he got the loot for it and it's it's scary, man. I, I don't I don't like it at all. Uh Gretchen Whitmer, um, she aside from the her her uh Blue Cross connections, her tagline is like fix the damn roads, which is good. I mean, yeah, we want the roads fixed, but um she's a for me, she's like a distant second place. It's like, yeah, I fuck with that, but I don't like I her blue cross connections trouble me. Like, we want to get away from politicians who accept funding from corporations, and now you're tied to that corporation. Like, you got to, like, you owe them. And she's so, she's so deeply connected with Blue Cross that it, it's our healthcare shit improving is not going to happen under her. But if the op- other option is Sri Tanadar, we're fucked. So, um, I'm going to, I'm going to push for Abdullah Saeed as hard as I can over the next uh, three weeks or so and try to get people to to get on board with him, man. Because he seems like a good dude. Like, he's got his, all his shit laid out point by point. Like, that man, that man is on point, dude. Like, he's got all this shit lined up. So, um, we could use a guy like him. So, that's where I stand on that. Um, I guess, I guess we go to a different subject if uh yeah we can so if unless you've been under a rock um i i kind of have been yeah, but <laughs> we'll see you, yeah <laughs> we'll see um so all all of the uh with the with the thailand kids and the uh yeah i know about that and the uh coach yeah has been rescued um uh, i've been following the story because Initially, I'm just at first I wasn't familiar, so I'm just like, how in the fuck did they get in the fucking cave or whatever? Oh, and so from and when I you know started learning a little more and shit like that, so I guess apparently the cave was super fucking dry and they had like crazy ass storms that came after the fact or whatever. And so it's like it's mad as you know. So basically, they were stuck for like what a week before they started getting uh someone finally got down there or whatever, and yeah. then. They had a, a fucking Navy SEAL from Thailand going under. He fucking died because he lost fucking consciousness and shit or whatever. But that was the only fatality that they got them all out. But it was like as mad as, you know, you want because you 
everybody want to be like, why the fuck the coach take him down there and shit? But you really can't fuck with him as much because he kept them fucking kids alive before they had fucking help and shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, as much as you want to be mad at the motherfucker, kind of like, all right, cool. You but I just could imagine having 12 kids in a fucking cave with no food, no nothing. Y'all just chill, dog. That would fuck me up. Dude. They stayed alive for like a week. It was a about week a week plus. Yeah, it was about a week plus. With no help. With nothing. Yeah. I, dude, can you our- imagine the stench? <laughs> <laughs> like, they got to use the bathroom. But I think at some point, they Yo, probably kids not- be farting, dog. <laughs> 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 but, but you think, like cage I, like I think I figure at some point though they probably I mean they probably don't have much to excerpt like no, no water no no food and shit but that was just wow dude I was I was just amazed at the whole and then they were showing the diagrams of like how they had to go and so man they said nuts. it was a three hour trip or whatever and so what they were showing is that they ran a rope the length of the the cave path or whatever, mm-hmm. which they were holding on going back and forth. So they had to give the kids a crash course and scuba diving because yep. they couldn't swim. But the biggest thing was holding their breath, not holding their breath. They have the air, the mask, but in the case of water, getting the mask, cause that shit happens where water would get in your mask. So you have to not fucking choke yourself or fucking drown to be able to get the water out your mask and stuff. So, obviously, they was able to do that well because they didn't have any issues. But they had to get a crash course in that shit. And, I mean, just salute to the fucking divers, dude. Because you had to have, from what I saw, you had two divers and a ki- per kid. So, you had one diver behind the kid, kind of like guiding him. You had the kid in the middle. You got the diver in front who's not only carrying their air supply, they're carrying the kid's air supply. <clears throat> or whatever. Just madness, dog. I just could not fucking imagine that shit, dude. Yeah, that shit is like... It, it, it's one of those situations where it's like, one, how do you end up in that situation? But, like, I, th- I think that's really all it is. How do you end up in that situation? Because how do you get so deep into a cave... Where you gotta go through all these like obstacles, like it's Tomb Raider and shit. Like you gotta go through all these obstacles yeah. and shit. Well, I think the thing was it was they had monsoons and he- heavy rain that came, but it was dry. So all all those areas, if you looked at the diagram where the water came up, mm-hmm. if all that was dry, all they're doing is crawling through like tight spaces and shit. Yeah, but with the water coming up, now they have to go under spaces where it's just totally water so if shit pop off where they lose air or something like that they're done and then come back up over air so it was like two or three spots where they had to go under water then come back up and then go I don't know I mean if some kid I mean I don't I, I can't, if a Navy I can't SEAL dies I, 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 exactly <laughs> when I saw that I was like oh man they fucked yeah, so- I mean the person that's trained to the highest but I think and I don't, I don't know no specifics, but my only guess is that he lost air. He passed out because of lack of air. I'm assuming my thoughts was that they didn't know how far they were going. So he probably didn't know how much air to have, how much air control to have and shit. You know what I mean? So if he's losing, using all this air, he gets to a point where, fuck, it's so much more. And he didn't use all this air up and shit. Now he's dead, but they like, all right, we need more air. You know what I mean to get to the, <laughs> use to, that. to the rest. 
Yeah, I mean, sadly, but I feel like he was probably the guinea pig of how much air to have and to use and, you know, and then he was showing a spot where it was like, like none of us was getting through that. You know what mm. I mean? Like, <laughs> no. I'm like, they're using some petite ass dudes to <laughs> squeeze, and you got to pull your air supply. I mean, you got to make sure your fucking shit pop off. You're like, what the fuck? You got your air going in the water? Like, nah, dude. Could not imagine. Could not, man. But yeah, crazy shit, dude. So that was the coolest thing was in the news. Other than that, everything has really been fuck shit. Um, you got, so. Did you have on your list a story about uh Mr. uh uh I'm gonna say Mr. but the dude who Mr. was who? Not, yeah, anyway, scratch that. Uh the guy who was yelling at the chick uh, trying to go back to Puerto Rico. Oh I, I, <coughs> yeah, I saw that. I had something similar, but yeah. Oh, but, but, but we can go off yours and then piggyback. No, I mean like that was it, it was all under the umbrella of uh white people snitching. <laughs> so <laughs> So you know yeah, what, it, it it fits in there. I think what's what's kind of cool but fucked up at the same time is that we're having moments where, and they're small moments, but they're they're moments nonetheless of white people suffering great consequences of fucking with black people and minorities. Yeah, you know, like it's been so many, probably thousands, probably in tens of thousands of. Of, of instances where white people fuck with us and it's just that you know what I'm saying we just deal with the shit or whatever but we're having like like current day situations of white people doing fuck shit and they're like really losing their jobs you know all the other shit you know and you just one you wonder if it's going to be enough for white people to be like you know maybe we shouldn't be as fucked up as we are or they're just going to be continually ignorant and not knowing that you're going to be recorded. The shit's going to get on Twitter, which I feel like is the biggest platform for exposing this shit. And they're going to go down. But it's like, how is it? How how much more is it going to happen? Is it going to happen less now? Or is it, you know, you would think it would, but it seems like it's turning up. Like more and more people are like, yeah, I'm I'm going to call the police on these folks. And... Shit goes left, and I, I don't know. Like they just roll with it. Like, yeah, we're, we're still gonna call the cops. I, I I don't understand how they're still doing this. I mean, and it's turning up. Like it's more and more happening. Like we had the one with the barbecue. We had the one with the permits for the chick that was selling the water, and they just keep going. Now you have the the dude who's asking the fucking black lady for a key card at swimming pool. Mm-hmm. Um and then uh um which is another one. I oh, like- the dude is telling uh, the, the the chick to go back to Puerto Rico. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and then there was another one I think you had messaged me about did you see the one where the old lady was telling the kid outside of a store to produce it produces permit papers? Yeah, I just tagged mm-hmm. you in it. I didn't read it, but I was like, hmm. It's not about I would want to talk about on the podcast, but you know what's like, like I, 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 on that. I really feel that you know, knowing the climate that we are in, and knowing the repercussions and the, what happens with when black people have interactions with the police, 
the fact of the fact that there are white people calling the police on black people for things that are non threatening, knowing the consequences that they do not give a shit about us. Cause they know how that shit goes. They they know how a lot of that shit ends. So it's like if you call the police on black people for doing nonviolent shit, you do not give a fuck about black people. Nope. At all. At all. Yeah, and I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of in a space where I'm 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 waiting on an opportunity. Like oh, somebody to call, to call the police on you and shit. No, I'm waiting. On, I'm waiting on the opportunity to call some police on somebody oh. else. Like, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> like give me a give me a moment. Like, give me a second. Let let me see some shit. I'm I'm snitching, dog. I'm snitching. I think we we live in an age right now where if you if you get the opportunity to snitch, go for it. I mean, but dog. You you got a you got a, a a white guy who is uh <laughs> you have a white guy who is clearly ignorant as all fucks and not knowing that fucking Puerto Rico is a part of the United States as telling her yeah. like that's like telling like go back to Ohio like motherfucker <laughs> are you serious dog like Oh well, yeah. Maybe that's a bad well, one. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Go back to Ohio. It's go, fair. Go back to New York. Whatever. <laughs> but, it's fair. But the fact that you're so fucking ignorant that you feel like that Puerto Rico is a, uh, is a is a a different place. But and I don't want to come to the guy's defense of any kind. But the way the United States the government treats Puerto Rico, you would think it was a fucking foreign place. But that's a whole other story. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that this asshole thinks that Puerto Rico is some foreign place, like go back to Mexico or go back to Africa <laughs> right. yeah, or like, something. That's what he's about? treating it like. He was treating it like it's an Africa or Mexico. Like, go back to, like... <sighs> go back to another part of America. Go Right. <laughs> as, as if this is, like, the great land that wasn't fucking stolen in the first place. Like, I, I feel like the p- people pick and choose the history they want to want to want to put out or not even have no fucking like that is the most ignorant shit ever and what was so fucked up was that the woman had rented a, a a shelter at a park this asshole old guy comes over fucking with her and the police is there she's i mean excuse me he's approaching her she's telling the police i don't feel comfortable i rented this space could you do something to him Nothing. Police just standing there just idle as fuck. Mainly because the guy who's doing it looks like him and shit. Mm-hmm. And then the girl brother comes and he damn near gets into altercation with the ignorant ass white guy. And then of course police want to step in like, you know, that can't happen and shit. But you letting this woman be fucking harassed by this fucking asshole. I mean, he's been since been relieved of his duties, but... He's just gonna go somewhere else, two miles out, and just start over again and shit. Like that, that that should be one. It should be crazy repercussions for calling police for shit that's not police worthy and shit. There's yeah. no emergencies, none of that shit. If anything, she should have been able to call the police. He's fucking harassing her or whatever. So if she was a plain ass fucking white woman, and it was some black guy or a Mexican guy fucking fucking with her at any place. He'll probably fuck around and be dead. Right. Yeah, I it's it's many times where I'm just so not proud to live here, dude. So yeah, not I proud. mean it's it's 
it's gotten so bad, man. So bad. Like, I don't... I don't understand how you can be a decent person and be proud of being here. Like, we are so shitty right now. I... I it's it's bad, man. I I don't I don't even get it. It's 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 embarrassing. So another embarrassing shit. So did y'all hear this? Read the story or hear the story about uh, Papa John's founder? Nah. <laughs> so Papa oh, we John's about to get some news. Papa John's founder. Something it came up that in some random conversation he was dropping nigger bombs in a, <laughs> in in some kind of telephone call or something like that so he has uh i don't think he resigned from papa john's but something to that effect he's fucked because you can't no he 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 resigned from papa john's as a chairman of all this shit popped off it don't matter papa john's is not popping Nobody's fuck dude. Papa nobody John, fucks Papa John's like yo. I want Papa some... John's previous to the whole NFL shit. Really, then right. it yeah. just that shit started tanking from that, and then now this pops off. Stop. Yeah, nobody sit there like yo. I fuck with Papa John's man. Like this shit is hurting me. Nobody fucks with Papa John's like that, dog. Nobody, dude. Me, my family, we eat pizza a lot, and I can tell you, in the last. Five years of eating pizza, we have not even thought about going to Papa John. Like, totally unrelated to any of his political fuck shit, but just Papa John is just trash pizza. Yeah, it's just it's not it's not good. Nobody cares, and it just all goes back to why the NFL ain't shit. <laughs> Yo, speaking of which, speaking of which, so we've already talked about how I don't know. You said that you stand on the you, you ain't fucking with the NFL this season, right? No, I'm out. I'm out too. So we've already talked about how we out on the NFL, right? Did you see what happened to Jim Brandstatter, dog? Yeah. So I man, like now I don't listen to like radio. The fuse of the fire, man. <laughs> like I, I saw that and I was just like, that just adds on to the to the fuck shit of just the NFL, just in, 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 on a local level. Like yeah, he was so, doing shit for like thirty years or something, right? Yeah, yeah. So for y'all that don't know, uh, Jim Branstadter has been the uh, Lions radio personality for 30, 31 years, thirty one years. And so I read an article. He's like, "Yeah, you know, I called in because you know I'm like, yeah, you know, my contract's up. I'm ready to re up. Just." Re-up me for the same three years that you got for uh, for uh, WJR. You know, re-up me for the yeah, same three years. Michigan and they games. were like, yeah, and they were like, yeah, um, we're going to go another, we're going to go another way. And they just fucking shit can this dude, man. And they, they're saying they're going to bring in Lomas Brown, who, I mean, Lomas Brown is, is cool. Like, I fuck with Lomas Brown, but Lomas Brown is a, a former Lions player. Um, they're gonna bring in Lomas Brown, and it's like, all right, I fuck with Lomas Brown, but like, how you gonna shit can fucking Jim Branstadter? And like, Jim, for me, like, I've listened to, uh, I, so I've been a Lions fan my whole life, dog. Like, once I started fucking with football, I fucked, I fucked with the Lions the long way, the whole time, right? And as a kid, 
uh, my family was very religious, right? So I would always be getting shipped to church and shit. Like I'd be in church every Sunday, and my dad would come scoop me up at fucking twelve fifty and shit with the Lions game popping off at one o'clock. Like yeah, Lions game popping, let's go. So my dad would scoop me up, and we would listen to the Lions on the radio going home. And even now as an adult, I don't have, you know, I might not have the time to fucking sit in front of a TV from one to four. I have listened to Lions games on the radio a lot, a whole lot. Jim Branstadter has been like the Lions guy for me my whole life. And they cut dude off like, yeah, yo, we're going to go another way. And they they got him up out of there. And that don't that don't sit well with me, man. Like I don't I, I I told uh I told my leader at work, I was like, man, if the pisses did that shit with fucking George Blaha, I'd be inconsolable, dog. Like <laughs> like it'd be, it'd be, I, I don't even know how I react if they if they played George Blaha the way they played Jim Branstadter. And like that shit really bothers me. Like that's the only voice I've known. And like if you watch the Lions games on TV, yeah, that's that's different. But I, I listen to him on the radio, and he, for me, him and Dan Miller have been like, they 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 paint the picture where like I can listen to him on the radio and I feel like I'm watching the game. Like I never felt like oh this radio shit is like not not popping for me. Like I can listen to him on the radio and I feel like I'm watching it. And yeah, man, that shit bothered me, man. Like I don't I mean I, I don't like think, that shit. I guess I guess I guess that question I have either you can answer or both. Uh, if they felt they wanted to go different or whatever, I just do you feel like they could have? How could they could have done this in a a better way than what they did? Because it basically seemed like he hit them up to renew. They like, oh, we're going a different way. That's it. Not even like a public a, a public. You know, thanks for your service for thirty, for 30 years. You know, blah blah blah. Let it that nigga just, retire. I'm out. Like it's it's kind of like how. If you give you somebody just let an option, that like until he decides, yeah, we so would we would fire you or terminate your contract, whatever. But we're gonna let you step down. Let let him step down, dog. Like I I don't understand how you could play him like that, man. Like yeah, we we gonna go another way. You out? And he he said like he called him up like yeah, you know, no big deal. I don't need a raise, none of that shit. Just re up me like you gonna re up with WJR. We good. Like, yeah, no, we good. Like, we're not going to do that. Like, man, dog, like, don't play that man like that. Like, that's that's all I've known for Lions Radio my whole life, yeah, dog. I was, I was listening to 950. My whole life. I was listening to 950 getting current for lunch or something. I heard it. I was like, wow. And I'm and like, I'm already about not about to watch these motherfuckers. Now I can't listen to them on the radio. I got to hear, like, I'm... No shade to Lomas Brown, but like, it's a sh- it, I gotta hear Lomas Brown if I wanted to listen on the radio. It's like, no, it, I hear it's like a shitty standard. situation for Lomas because you know he's the innocent person coming in just to fill, you know, the, the replacement. But it's just like the way they did, you know, him. It's like fuck. Now he's you know catching, he potentially catching it for the for for the Lions doing the way they did it, not you know him. Being like a backstab or any of that shit, you know, he's an innocent guy coming in just to, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, replacement or whatever. Yeah, so. no shade to Lomas Brown, man. I fuck with him. <clears throat> I, I like Lomas Brown. He had a great career as a lion. I, I'm sure he'll probably be a a great radio guy. But man, like, like I said, my whole life, dog. Like my whole life, 
I've been listening to the Lions on the radio as a child, and my whole life has been Jim Brandstatter, dog. And like playing him like that, I don't know, man. It it, it just compounds the fact that I've already checked out on football. Like I'm I, like I'm out on NFL. I'm out. Like they're they're full of shit. They're they don't give a fuck about us. I'm out. And then for the Lions to play Jim Brandstatter, I was like, man, like. Why are y'all making it so hard for me to give a fuck about y'all? Like, I, I, I want to watch the Lions games peacefully. And at every turn, the NFL and now the Lions are making it so that it's hard for me to give a shit. Like, man, I, I don't understand that, man. I, it, it it really bothers me, man. Like, man, if the Pistons, if the Pistons did that to, uh, to George Blaha, Lord, I don't even know what I would do with myself, dog. I don't even know. But um so moving on, we got uh what, what now appears to be rare uh <laughs> rare emails from fans, but we got a uh email from Baylor last week, so uh we can see what he's talking about and comment on that. So um I'm gonna queue up this uh What up though? Look, I know on y'all last episode, actually, I don't know. I'm, I'm totally making this up, and I'm guessing. But I know y'all said that y'all was going to be away for a while because you niggas have been away for a while. So I'm assuming y'all said that y'all would be away for a while. Stop. But a while is a while now. It's been Chill. a while. Chill. So I don't know what you niggas is doing. I don't know. <laughs> y'all probably just... Like what's going on? Should have you know played what I'm this. The, you know, the Pistons got a new coach, a great one at that. We I ain't do? gonna say great, but I'm gonna say whatever's under great might be good. Um, you know, a lot of music has dropped. Uh, all kind of shit has happened. And where are you niggas at? I don't want to <laughs> hear none of that bullshit, Mike. Because I know you're gonna come <laughs> with some bullshit. Otis, you've been on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? You've been addressing some of the local bullshit going on. So I know where you've been at. And Mike, you be on Facebook with some random shit. Alright? All this random shit that y'all come up with, and y'all ain't did a show yet. I'm not having it. No, Mike, stop. I'm sorry. I don't hear none of the excuses, okay? None of the, uh, stop with that light skin shit. Now I need y'all to get back in the garage or wherever the hell y'all record at. You know what I'm saying? And, and get back to it. You don't want to upset me. Because when I get upset, I have to lower my tone and I have to put my hands in my side. I've been arrested before. So hurry back. And how are you guys doing? <laughs> I appreciate you, man. Like, we're, we're, uh, I appreciate you, dog. Like, I, I appreciate the fact that you care, man. Like it, it's a hundred percent. I see y'all niggas tweeting. Y'all on Facebook. <laughs> Put the fucks up. <laughs> yeah, it's a hundred percent on me, man. Like my work life has has gone completely left, man. And uh, when I try to upload the podcast when we're here, it it doesn't work out like I would like it to. And I go, yeah, no, I'll upload it at work tomorrow. I'll upload it at work tomorrow. And and work is so far left that I never get around to it. But we have recorded these podcasts. We're gonna upload them all tonight. Um, but yeah, man, I, I, I apologize, man. It's all on me. It's all it's all on the light skin shit, man. I've been I've been I've been on some some fucking I don't know Kylie Jenner fucking light skin fucking Kardashian shit, man. I've been out here bougie and 
selling fucking makeup and whatever <laughs> fucking bitches makeup. sell. You I don't know, man. Yeah, but yeah, we're gonna get back. We're gonna get back on it, man. Well, I can't say get back on it because we never left it, but <laughs> we gonna get back up on uploading it, man. So yeah, man, I I I appreciate the fact that you give a fuck, man. We out here. So we we gonna hit you niggas with like three episodes at once. You gonna get a smooth fucking five hours of, of shit. raggedy ass shit that we talking about, man. So we out here, <laughs> man. We 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 got you, dog. So I appreciate you, man. Um, we haven't talked about music. We probably catch that on a different episode as far as just the music that we've been listening to lately. Nah, uh, fuck that. Let's talk about it now. What okay, we talk? Cool. Well, what, um, well, what did you have in mind? Because we talked about Royce album and uh, however many episodes back. But what you what you have in mind? What you have in mind music wise? No, I didn't. That's why I was like, we cover it. Another okay, episode. we'll cover another episode then. Because <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I, it's been some shit that came out, but I don't know what we've talked about other than Royce lately. Um, but he did mention um, Pistons' new coach, um, which is Toronto's old coach, which yeah. is the coach of the year. Uh, which is so strange that you can you can find the coach of the year on the the market of fucking coaches. Like that is that is, that is just so up. crazy. Like you're looking at coaches, and you probably you know you're scouting. You're like you know, well, such and such assistant coach is pretty good. Um, such and such is thinking about leaving. You know, such and such wants to get back into coaching, and then you have this one candidate who's coach of the year. Like how the fuck? Like I would it's like the, Toronto is such an interesting team. It's like they're really good, but I just feel like it's not all coaching is that killed that team. Like the chemistry between uh their two stars, fuck, I can't think of their names. The Rose and Alari yep. just seemed weird as fuck. It just it just it just didn't work. It just wasn't working. But you don't do anything to change that. You just fire the fucking coach. Like I mean I think a lot of times the coaches are pretty pretty much scapegoats from a lot of situations. That's that's the case the majority of the time. Yeah. And so but Coach of the year, though, you've shown he's shown he's a great coach, but whatever. Um, I'm kind of glad they did it. I think it's a, it's a good move for uh, for Detroit. I'm man, I am so looking forward to basketball season this year, dude. <laughs> Tell me about it. I mean, free agency <laughs> this summer has been fucking madness, and not just pissing stuff, you know, just general, just NBA in general. You know, curious to see how LA is going to be now. Uh, curious to see the rest of these free agents, curious to see if what. So Carmelo opted out, or he's going to get bought out. So uh, he's—I hear Houston is pushing for Carmelo. Yeah, I was going to say Houston is really pushing for him. Um, we had Cousins, who uh, I don't think we talked about that. Cousins, what? Uh, rejecting the Pelicans deal to go to Golden State. Oh, to go to State for the low low. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so that happened. Um, let, let me pause. Let me rant about this for a minute. <laughs> I know niggas be checking for Mike's rants and they probably wasn't expecting it. Let me rant about this shit for a minute, right? So, Boogie signed for uh, the, uh, what what's it called? The uh, mid-level, mid-level exception. exception. He signed for the mid-level exception, right? I made a post like, yo, the Warriors got Boogie on a low low. Oh wow, that's crazy! And mad niggas popped up like, 
well, he ain't getting no offers from nobody else. He ain't getting no offers from nobody else. And it's like, okay, look. Bro, and I know that like, you're one of your homeboys that did that, that said that shit. Yeah, too. I had a couple homeboys say that shit. And I'm like, look, that don't matter. Like, it matters in the sense of, like, if you feel a way about him going to the Warriors, like, specifically. But my my problem with it, not problem, but, like, my issue with it is that it's the same issue I've had with the NBA as a whole is the fact that this whole super team shit, right? And, yeah, somebody else could offer some loot. And, and then also they were saying that uh, the Warriors offered him his loot and he didn't get no offers, but he got an offer post-injury from his team and turned it down, right? Based off the fact that he felt like he would get more loot later. And they're like, oh, that was... Uh, that was before the free agency. That was, he said he'd get no offers uh, once he was a free agent. And I'm like, well, if he got an offer, he got an offer. And if the offer is post-injury, what what difference do it make? And it's like he, he could have made whatever move he made, right? But he chose to go to the Warriors. And I don't have a problem with that, really. Like, if you go to Warriors, fine. The Warriors offer you the mid-level exception. You take it, that's cool. But... I don't shade the Warriors for that, but my only problem with it is that it's the whole the whole dynamic of the super team, and I I I just don't like what is happening in the NBA right now, man. It's like the game shifted once once the Warriors popped off with all the uh, the fast paced three pointers, all that shit. Once the Warriors popped off, combined with the super team shit. Wow. <laughs> I'm constantly dropping patches on Wow. <laughs> That's the world we live in right now. And for me to just be like, hey, yo, DeMarcus Cousins went to the Warriors on a Lolo. It's just an observation. Like, yo, they got him on the cheap. It's not me shading fucking the Warriors or shading DeMarcus Cousins for whatever. It's just an observation. I don't need all this explanation for, for why he did it and... Uh, other people got offers, and uh, I mean, other people didn't give I mean, offers or whatever. It's like, who cares? I don't think there's any any question of why he did it. He did it to to try to win a title. Yeah, it's like I don't care about the f- none of that shit, right? Like, I don't care that he got offers or didn't get offers, or he's going to the Warriors, going to another team. Like, my only observation was that the Warriors got another bomb ass nigga on the low, and it's like, okay, I see that. I don't need all these explanations for other motherfuckers not offering them contracts and shit. Like, I don't care. Like, okay, so they didn't offer them contracts. Who gives a shit? Like, that doesn't change the fact that the Warriors are stacked, and that's the world of the NBA that we live in, is that teams build as fucking midi superstars as they can, and they, they do their thing. Like, I don't care that he didn't get those offers. But, I mean, I feel like... Go ahead. No, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, I think it's a it's a it's a change in dynamic, you know, that happens in a lot of other sports that is starting to happen in the NBA, and it's just I don't think it sits sit well with a a lot of a lot of people because I think you know the the times of like in the 80s where you know teams were drafted and you know players were drafted with teams and they stuck with teams and I keep seeing a lot of. It's so, I, it's, it has to be an industry of people who are putting jerseys on other players on memes. Like it's like so popular. Like I seen this one today. 
come to, I meant to save it, but it was a meme with Jordan and and Isaiah, and both of them had on Pistons jerseys. <laughs> and the comment was Jordan would have never left Chicago to chase a ring with with uh, with Isaiah or whatever the case or yeah. whatever. But I think it's a dynamic that it's it's a weird dynamic that that basketball players are held to. Or whatever, like you know, you think of like baseball that you know with with the Yankees, you know, being able just to pay whoever the fuck they want to pay to be there. You think of like soccer, where like soccer builds like like super teams like all the fucking time. Like that's just what they do. Whatever they pay these high ass amounts, like they pay these high ass amounts to get the player. Then they pay these high ass like penalties and shit to pay the other team or some crazy shit like that. So it's always been going on in sports, but it's like a weird thing with, with NBA is that you have to have like, you have to be, you have to go to a team to, to, I'm going to say struggle, but you, but it is, you go to a team to struggle. You may make more money. So it's like when you take less money, it's always like it, it, it goes into like the chasing Whatever I don't know I I I just think it's just a weird a weird I'll say standard that NBA the NBA players are held to or whatever but you know I I do agree that you know and to Golden I mean no fault to Golden State they had an exception he took it and you know he that's just his reason yeah, for going there there's no shade to them but it just brings the conversation of, I think the conversation I always like to have is like why. Why is the why is the NBA held to this weird like loyalty standard of or you know to win when you have industry? I mean sports sports you know that they do this shit all the time and it's just not you know they, no one really cares you know if a player you know is on a team and they want they want that player to re, to restructure his contract so they can get other players or whatever. So he takes less to stay on the team, but he restructuring for the sake of the team. And then that's like looked on as like a good thing. Like, you know, such and such took less money so we can, you know, change the cap and whatever the fuck the, the, the specifics of that shit is, but, and it is fine. Or if a team decides, Hey, we're going to trade some players because we want to be more competitive. It's like, cool. Because it's like, the machine did it. You know what I mean? Like the owners traded them and shit or whatever. Say if, if, if Pelicans traded somehow traded fucking boogie to golden state for some players, it's just like, okay, that's just how it works and shit. I, I think now with the NBA, <coughs> the players are exerting so much control. And from Boogie's standpoint, if you, you, I'm telling you. <laughs> so, so from Boogie's standpoint, if, you're coming off an injury. The money, you know you're a max player, but you weren't offered the max money. So why not go to Golden State with a great chance to get a ring, prove that you can still play, get to a ring this year, and then get maxed because it's only a one-year deal. So he can get maxed next summer somewhere else, but he'll go somewhere else as an NBA champion, potentially. So I don't have a problem with it at all. The Golden State make out is the West super fucking heavy now. Yeah, they are, but it's just how it is. It's, the players are exerting way more control now, and it's and people just don't like it. 
Yeah, and then so I I got a I got some super like I don't say I I hate the whole phrase term thing LeBron hater, but I got a guy a good friend of mine um, and he was posting about uh, LeBron running to the West, you know, and I'm like one. LeBron hasn't increased his chance to do anything. He doesn't even... I don't think he has a better team than he had in the fucking Cavaliers with the fucking Lakers. So there's no chasing nothing. He didn't run to to Houston. He didn't run to fucking Oklahoma City. Run. I I hate the term. He didn't go to either of those teams. He didn't go to Golden State. He went to a team that I feel he's going to... Being in a city is going to profit him much. Yeah, it's not the, the fucking. Thing with LeBron, it's more about his off the court stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's not because That's all business for him. I mean, because who, who the I can't name four of the fucking players in the Lakers other than Lonzo Ball. The only reason you know him because it's live my yeah. daddy, and, and he just brought Stevens in there. Fucking Stevenson, Stevenson do shit in all his fucking years of fucking NBA. In, so yeah, yeah, he signed the Lakers. Oh, and they signed Rondo too. Oh, I knew about that. I knew the Rondo. But I'm like, that still doesn't get them much better, slightly better than what they are. Now, I think Rondo will probably be the best pickup they've got so far out of it. Because he'll play defense. And he'll, yeah. he'll bother Steph Curry. But is it going to guarantee them a championship? No. Yeah, but. so to me, the LeBron thing is just off. It's yeah. just like, you know, there's you, he went there for off-the-court reasons. And <clears throat> he's not going to be even close to him. Matter of fact, it's going to be harder there's yeah, like now te- you got to play Golden State seven times a year now. <laughs> that and then you you have 48, 40, 45 plus win teams that's missing the playoffs in the West. You can you win forty five games in the East, you are shoe in for the playoffs, and you might be top. Yeah, I'm gonna say top five or probably top three. You fucking win forty eight games over there, you may not fucking make the playoffs. So you know it's I don't, that one I don't see. That's just a, a off. But I know we weren't hey, really talking p- about my Pistons can make it happen. If they stay healthy, they can make it happen. Well, I think that in the East, I think Boston is going to be really fucking good. Um, they were already pretty good, you know, in bearing the in- injuries that they've had on their team. You know, Gordon Hayward is going to be back. You know, hopefully he can stay healthy. I see Boston, you know, being a high seed. Period. Um, I don't, the Cleveland's just. I don't see Cleveland might even make the playoffs. Yeah, Cleveland Black is <clears throat> a lot of um, did you did you see the article I posted about um, the odds of teams winning the championship after LeBron moved to the West? It was like, it was did, like an did, article that said did like the, did they put the Pistons up somewhere? Yeah, like it was like it talked about like the Pistons' chances of of appearing in the NBA Finals improved to like I don't. Not good, but fairly decent, like one in twenty five, and Cleveland's chances dropped to like one in four hundred. It was like really bad. It was really bad. I seen some random tweet where a guy was like, "Man, you know, now I can finally afford to take my family to a fucking Cavs game." Yeah, and I heard, and I can't prove this or not, but I heard something that last year season ticket holders were obligated to sign up for three years. That's true. For the Cavs? Yes. Okay, yeah, that makes in sense. In anticipation of LeBron leaving, they wanted to lock their season ticket holders in for three years. So now these motherfuckers uh, got to go to fucking playoffs. Get, but, well, they're not going to playoffs games. No. They got to go to regular 41 season, 41 shitty games, shitty games 122, 123 or whatever <laughs> shitty games for the next three years because no one's going to be there. Yeah. How fucking smart was that, Doug? 
I just like my stance on the NBA right now. I don't really fuck with it just because a, a multitude of reasons. I don't like the fact that uh, LeBron, when he went to Miami and formed the super team with Wade and Bosh, that's that's now the trend. Like the super teams and like let's let's pack a bunch of superstars on a team and and make it happen. I didn't really like that. And then couple that with the fact that uh, Golden State has become like a like a run and gun three point shooting team, and I'm like, I, I have kind of come to come to peace with the fact that that's just how the NBA is right now, and it's gonna shift in in styles of play throughout the course of its history. Like you have. Uh, you had a uh, an era where the big man dominated. So if you had a big man, uh, you would dominate. If you had a point guard that was dope, you would dominate. And right now, if you are like Golden State and you have mad shooters, you can dominate. I I don't I don't have a problem with the fact that the 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 mad shooters thing. Like if you dominate, you got shooters. That's cool. But what bothers me about Golden State is that when I watch Golden State play it bothers me to see them pass up smart shots, easy shots to in, in favor of taking bad three pointers like that. That irritates the fuck out of me, man. Like I watch Golden state and they will have like open two pointers and will like back up to the three point line or pass the ball to somebody else who's behind the three point line to bust a three. And it's like, you're down by one point. Like you don't need a three, but like they, it's like they, uh, force three pointers. And to me, that just makes ugly basketball, man. It's like exciting to watch in the sense of like, Oh man, Golden State just banged a three pointer that put them up or whatever. But like in the sense of like making the smart play, I feel like they, they make a lot of really bad decisions, man. And, and it's not enjoyable for me to watch. But, I mean, pulling in Boogie, like, I feel like them niggas is gunning for, like, hey, can we beat our 73-win record? Like, let's see if we can win 80. Like, and I, I tweeted years ago, like, the NBA is working to a place where they're going to have all the superstars on two teams and they're both going to go 81-1 from when they play each other. And I, I I feel like uh, Notre Dame is right now. Like, yeah, uh, that's kind of the world we live in right now. I know one of the talking heads was talking about that. And he's like, uh, I can't remember who it was, but oh, okay. he said that Golden State makes a lot of bad decisions. Mm-hmm. But because they shoot so well, teams can't make them pay for it. Yeah. Because they have so many shooters. Like, they can make stupid decisions like backing up for three and miss it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they can recover so well. Like, you can't, even if you're up, if you're up 20 on Golden State, that's not a comfortable enough league. Like, anybody else in the league, you're comfortable. But up 20 on Golden State is just not comfortable, even if they're playing horrible. Like, they can, because they shoot the ball so well, like, they can make up for their deficiencies. And, that's just where they're at with it. like, and it's it's crazy to watch. Let me let me let me let me ask a question, and this is based off the fact that I'm not very, uh, I'm not really well versed in college college basketball. 
Um, has Draymond Green always been a piece of shit? Yeah, he was a piece of shit at Michigan State. Cause like I I I I was not on it when he was here, yeah. and I'm like, has he always been somebody who I want to I want to see his I want to see him get his ass beat. Yeah, like he was like that at Michigan State too. And why is he a mouth breather? Like, <laughs> like that's really like troubling to me. Like mouth mouth breathers are like. Like we talk about, like you, you the bottom of the barrel human. Like you, a mouth breather. Like you, you, you're you're kind of a, kind of like a degenerate fucking piece of shit. Like the fact that he's a mouth breather really, it really bothers me. And I'm like, has he always been that way? Always. Because I, re- I, I didn't really fuck with him at state. I, I was aware of him, but like I, I'm not heavy into college basketball. But I'm like. Man, has he has he always been this shitty? Like, I feel like he needs his ass beat. So that that don't really help me. Like, as as far as like being a fan, a quote unquote fan of Michigan of Golden State. Um, yeah, I'm watching this. And I'm like, man, can somebody like blow his shit out? Cause like this thing is an asshole. Like, can somebody beat the fuck out of him so he can simmer down a little bit? I mean, I think he might he might catch a. Uh... A two piece in the next years to come. I don't think you know you're gonna. You somebody's he not gonna it. give a fuck. He needs it, dog. Like I, that's I, the thing. You don't have those guys in the league no more. You don't. You have don't. Those, you don't have those guys. Like there. where's Charles Oakley? I mean, where's get Charles Oakley fuck, here? Where's, who was that that choked up? Uh, Kobe was that Chris Charles? Chris Charles two piece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chris Charles. Uh, Kobe thought they was just gonna. Mouth off and Chris Childs <laughs> with a two-piece with the side with a bitch. Why hit that nigga in the neck? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like, you know, you don't give a fuck if you hit a nigga in the neck. Kobe like, you. He was a bit of an asshole then, too, though. <laughs> Even in high school, he was a bit of an asshole. So, yeah, Chris Childs gave him a two-piece. But we don't have those guys no more. Like, we don't, man. And they yeah. said he didn't want to run up on him because he, he was good with them hands. And like Zach Randolph was another one, but Yeah, he, Zach Randolph he's, he's a, a he's a good he's a good no, he's a good state representative, yeah, dog. Yeah, like a I fuck guy. with Zach Randolph, man, but man, Draymond Green embarrasses me, dog. <laughs> like every time I see I be seeing like still photos of this nigga like breathing through his mouth hard as fuck, <laughs> dog. Like, man, like like <laughs> So like, dog, are you retarded, man? What's like, what's wrong with you, man? Yeah, I don't know if anybody's gonna lay hands on him because you just don't have those guys that you that you can't cross no more. In the league. Man, Chris Child served up Kobe so tough, dog. That's, if you watch the video, the video is hilarious. Kobe like you don't got big and bad like we just gonna. You know, <laughs> he punched a nigga. Child's like you, you ain't about nigga, his life, dog. You punch a nigga in the neck, <laughs> like you got. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta recoup, dog. Like, man, let me let me fall back and get my life together, dog. Like, <laughs> you look at Kobe's expression, he was like, "What the fuck?" Is that? <laughs> you can't, you can't, crispy two pieces. You can't, you can't, you can't take a neck shot and just be like, "Yeah, I'm good." Look, like, ain't no, no man, I don't think there's no man alive that's ready He's for a neck, a neck punch, dog. <laughs> that's like, that's almost like a motherfucker just open hand slapping you, dog. Like. <laughs> You're not ready for that shit. <laughs> you can't. You can't handle the next shot and be good, dog. What do you, <laughs> what do you think the consequence? Call would be? reinforcements. What do you think the consequence would be in this age for a player to choke up a coach? In this age, yeah. Oh, 
Man, the coaches is niggas that you fucking played with. Like, look at Luke Walton, dog. Like, he got to coach LeBron, dog. Like, you got to. Well, I'm just thinking, like, with, with uh, uh, <coughs> Spreewell and Carlissimo. Oh, like, Spreewell. Like, I don't even remember what his suspension was. I know it was a good a good amount. Yeah, he had a nice, but now it would probably. I think he'd be banned. Damn near banned. It would be rough. He'd be, like, banned for a year type shit. Like, I just don't. <laughs> yeah, in this day and age, you can't. Think about even with the the malice at the palace. Like, if that would happen now, like, the way the NBA tries to portray themselves, like, if that happened today, like, it would be ten times worse. They would have to do something extreme to, look, y'all can't do this. Like, nah. you can't do this. No, nah, you just can't run up in the. But, man, but goddamn if, if a couple of motherfuckers didn't deserve every oh, fucking yeah. fucking hit. <laughs> Dude, when 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 uh who was that? Was that Jermaine O'Neal floored my man? Was that oh, Jermaine yeah. O'Neal that yeah, that, that yeah. punch? <sighs> he deserved every bit of that punch. <laughs> he did every bit and of that, that punch. Team was tough too because you know they had Ron Artest, they had Stephen Jackson. They had- Stephen Jackson one of the ones you didn't yeah. want to mess with either. Stephen yeah. yeah. Stephen yeah. Jackson was definitely one of the ones that you know I wouldn't want to mess with him nowhere. They had hood niggas that was about that action, boss. <laughs> speaking, speaking of speaking of about that action, so Pac-Man Jones is walking through the airport. I just saw that. Walking through the airport, what? And he gets into it with a I don't say TSA, but a, a airport employee or whatever. Airport employee is running his mouth back and forth, and when I so when I first heard the story, I'm just like, they say they they said the. Uh, the airport employee got arrested for fighting with Pat, man. I'm thinking like, damn, man, Pat ain't always in some shit, dog. What the fuck's wrong with him? But, dog, he had every reason to. So they're walking through the airport, and you see the the employee yapping off at Pat, man. They're going back and forth. Pat, man, about to take off his book bag. He like, what's up? So his girl, I'm assuming that was his girl. His Pat, man's girl comes, and she's trying to, like, get him to chill, blah, blah, blah. My man comes over, and I can't tell, but I think he pushes Pac-Man's girl. So that's when he he had it coming. Next thing you know, it's a couple of random swings. He knocks my man out. Down. My man's staggered on the ground and shit. So he got knocked out and fired on the same day. Yes. (laughs) And the thing was, the punch that hit him didn't even seem like that was a a, a nice one, but it folded his ass. (laughs) It folded his ass. (laughs) <laughs> I was just like, damn man, why? And, and I was just, I was chatting some people like, why would you want to fight football players? Well, to that point, especially with Pac-Man, I've seen Pac-Man in person. He's not a big dude, so maybe you think, maybe he thought I can get my win here. You know what I'm saying? Well, okay. Oh, granted, I get his size. He's not the biggest. Not like you, you, you know, you fucking with a. I don't know. Name random big big Offensive person. Line or some Offensive shit, yeah. line, whatever. Granted, but dude, these are people who gets paid to get hit. I think a football player could probably take a good amount of punches. I'm not fucking with no football player. I don't care how small. You fuck with Jason Hansen in the fucking uh, airport. <laughs> he, he's probably going to kick the shit out of you, dog. He's going to kick you square in the nuts. Oh, and that's going to be your ass. And then he's going to throw his hands up after he do it. <laughs> no, you got you, you to gotta, you gotta, you gotta hang it up, dog. Jason 
hands to get the shit out of you. you folded by a kicker. That's it. You're done. <laughs> dog, he's going to kick your leg off, dog. He's, whatever he kick, whatever extremity he fucking kicks you with, you're done. But, I mean, no, but seriously, in general. Just to kick your mustache off, dog. Like, wait, how does that work? Clean off. I just, I just don't see the logic with fucking with a football player. Like, they get paid to... To get hit, they, you know what I mean. Like that's just not the person. Do you want to fuck? I just don't see it. Like, you know. Uh, how do you think the conversation went when he got home? And like, me like, babe, <laughs> oh shit, got fired. Why are you get fired? Well, I was talking shit to Pac Man Jones, and he knocked me out, and then I got fired. <laughs> like, <laughs> you had that conversation. Not only you get your ass kicked, <laughs> you got fired, dog. You can't even go. You can't even go home. And say, hey, I had a rough day. I'm going back to work tomorrow. I got in a fight with a motherfucker. No, I got fired and I got knocked out. He got folded something swift, too. In the video on TMZ, if you want to see it. Yeah, and the video's on TMZ. Matter of fact, she probably saw the video before he got home. Like, I cannot believe you. You got whooped by that motherfucker. But yeah, that shit was crazy, dude. I'm just like, dude, why do you don't, you don't want to fight them? That I'm not fighting any, I'm not fighting most people in sports. Football, definitely not. Uh, you think the people at rugby getting to fight some motherfucker? Probably not. Nah. These motherfuckers, these motherfuckers play without helmets. Yeah, they play football without pads. I, I ain't too much fucking with them. Yeah, pads, no helmets, and they're ramming their heads against each other. Nah. <laughs> they ain't got it all, dog. They ain't got it all. Uh, did you, uh, I'm sorry, what was you saying? Oh, you good. What was you saying? Oh, um, did you see, um, so... I don't know if we've talked if we talked about it before, but you know Deezus and Mero are going to Showtime, right? Yes. So Deezus and Mero were on Viceland. I I personally am a huge fan of them too. Uh, they've been on Viceland doing their show forever, and the Viceland show wrapped up last <laughs> week. They had their last episode. They're going to Showtime. They got a whole brand new gig, right? So I saw an article um, either today or yesterday where they talked about they were doing their live show. They've been touring. I said I mentioned probably on a podcast that I went to their show when they were here. Uh, so they're going to they were in um, Atlanta, and uh, they got an interview afterwards. Where it was like, hey, yo, what's up with Viceland and shit? So apparently, Viceland. Was like, hey, y'all going to uh, Showtime in 2019? Fuck out of here. They had two two months left on their contract. And Viceland was like, fuck y'all niggas. Like, y'all y'all doing this Showtime shit? Fuck out of here. And that was the dumbest shit ever, dog. Dude. That, yes, dog. That was I the mean, dumbest granted, shit ever, I mean, dog. Now, I mean, Vice. I mean, Deezus and Mero was like their breadwinning show, but Viceland has a lot of other shows, so they won't totally go down in the dumps. They will. That's a yeah. horrible. I don't think they're totally. Viceland is fucked because, like, so uh, let me tell you. So I heard an interview with them after their uh, Atlanta show this past weekend. And they were talking about like, yeah, uh, we. They were basically like, yeah. So what's the, what's the Showtime shit gonna be looking like, right? And they were like, yeah, uh, Viceland, like these these spill all the tea, like yeah, <laughs> like yeah, uh, Viceland cut us off because they they knew we was leaving and they, you know, terminated terminated our contracts, and they essentially like. 
I, I don't know who who spilled all the tea. Like it was maybe both of them, but they were saying like they Viceland wanted them to do like 160 episodes. Like you know, just just do that shit, right? And they carry the network. Like the network has, in my opinion, pretty good shows, but the shows don't get no no following. No nobody really watches that shit. And they were like, yo, we want y'all to do 160 episodes for a year. And they don't have any writers, none of that shit. They just go on their show, they watch those clips, they do their thing, they talk shit, and that's just what it is. And they were like, you know, we we got this deal from uh from Showtime, and they're like, Well fuck y'all. They fucking Fucking um, Viceland said that they can't that they don't even uh, give them niggas the opportunity to like take time off because they were like if y'all leave like if y'all take time off and y'all don't do the show for like a week because you know they got the podcast on the side they were like if y'all take time off like we're fucked because ain't nobody watching the station and shit and. What are you gonna do? You know, you you have whatever other obligations you have, and they they need to take time off. And yeah, they Bison was like, "We we ain't getting no fucking ratings while y'all y'all niggas is gone." And they don't give them anything. Like they they're just doing their own thing. Like they don't have like a a a, a ton of fucking producers and writers and shit like that. They don't. It's pretty much just them. So it's like. They didn't want them to take any time off, like you say. They wanted them to do all these shows. They do that's damn near two shows. A, that's damn near, damn near a show every other day. They do you, four say, shows a week. You say 160 shows. You think about days in a fucking year. That's damn near a show every other day, like you say. And I'm assuming the money they wasn't trying to give them to even compensate them for that. I was like, you want to do give you want us to do this many shows, but give us way more fucking money. And yeah. so they wasn't. So and they were like, know, yeah, just, y'all gonna. Go- Y'all gonna go to Showtime? Fuck out of here. They had two months left of their contract. And that shit got... That shit got killed. They had two months left. So I think that Viceland is gonna be cool until 2019. And then when they come on, they're gonna probably clown Viceland and DJ Envy for like the next year. Heavy. (laughs) Heavy. And that's just gonna be trash. I mean, I I know the Viceland has a lot of other shows, so... I mean, I don't think they're totally in the dump. I just feel like that's that's a crass move, and I don't think they're going to attract a lot of new shows, you know, the way they did them. I mean, they, if you're not going to give them them guys the money they want, you know they you know they are. First off, it's stupid as fuck to even let Deces Mirror go. I mean, granted, they, they you mean you you supposed to just pretty much put a blank check and say, what do you want? What do you need to stay here? I mean, they're going to go to 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 HBO. They're probably going to be doing less shows. They're going to have a crew of people. You know, there's going to be a full production. You know what I mean? All the shit that they probably wanted and probably, you know, could have used at Viceland, they're going to get all that plus and way more money and doing less shows. And Viceland just really, they just fucked up their bread and butter for real. Yeah, they, uh... <clears throat> Excuse me. They were saying that Viceland would not 
really allow them to do other shit. Like they would like so if you think of like um I don't know, I'm trying to think of uh, a healthy comparison, but they don't have you know, writers who do their shit. They just go on you know, go on their show and they do what they do. And Vice was basically like, Yeah, we want all these episodes, we want this, we want that. Showtime Showtime came through, was like, Yo, we'll give you guys this show and like, Okay, yeah, cool, we'll fuck with that. And Vice was like, Are oh, you going to Showtime? Fuck y'all niggas. And they cut them off. They had two months left on their contract. It was like, fuck y'all niggas. Y'all out of here. And Viceland has, they were like, Viceland would not let them do anything other than that show. Because if they didn't, like, say for instance, they had other shit going on, right? And they had their touring or whatever. They'd be like, if you don't do your weekly show, we don't get no ratings. So what are you what are you guys doing? And they're like, We we're swamped with like Miro has like three, four kids and they got their whole life going on. And they're like, Yeah, um, if you don't do the show, we don't get no ratings. And they were like, Well, shit, give us some give us something. Like we don't have anything to um help supplement the fact that we essentially run this show and this network on our own. Well, and guess how many ratings I'm getting now? None of that shit. None. So you went none. from pushing them to get more because they're not doing it for, and then being dicks. Because they could have made that, that they last They could have at least got two more They could have had that last two months of running. And, yeah. yeah. 30, 40 shows. They could have had that two more months and and they lost it. Now, these Samira are moving to Showtime and who who the fuck is gonna watch Viceland now? Like, I I personally think Viceland is kind of dope. Like, they got really interesting shows, but at the end of the day, like, ain't nobody fuck with it like that. So now they're just like, well, we're fucked. And like, why would you do that? Like, it's, it's, get it's, that get that two months. It's like you you want you wanted more, and you push these guys to get more, and now you're getting absolutely nothing, and now you're trying to be spiteful and petty, and then cut them, and now you're going to get even less, and it's probably going to hurt, like I said earlier, hurt you getting new shows, because if you're doing those guys like that, you know, who's going to Who's going to come by and be like, yeah, I'm going to fuck with Viceland. Nobody. Nobody. So. <laughs> Nobody. So, uh, you got anything else? I had we about an hour thirty, hour forty. Um, so I <laughs> July fourth, yeah. Do we? So we didn't. Okay, yeah. I'm trying to think of we. We didn't. I know oh, we didn't talk about it, but so here in the city, there was a a flyer on social media going around about um, giving free homes out to people. <laughs> Everybody laughing. <laughs> so the flyer going on was an ad, and it was you know had a website and so forth. It's like you come down to the I think it's city, is it city county building, city county, city county building. You know, pretty much you sign up, you get a free house. So you're doing this on July fourth, nine thirty. Now anybody that knows anything about holidays is that government buildings are closed. That should have been the red flag. So, 
you had tons, maybe hundreds, maybe hundreds of people downtown in line waiting for free homes when it wasn't even at. So I had I posted the uh, the video from so Charlie Landon is a troll. So he's out. Charlie Landon, the guy from what Fox Two. Yeah, he's down there like. (laughs) What are you here for? Are we getting free houses? You're getting a free house. Like he's <laughs> fucking with him, dog. And it's just, it, in short, obviously it was a, it was a, it was a fake deal, but or a fake ordeal, whatever you want to call it. But I just wish our people would do more research. That's and, almost as bad as the, uh, the Tyler Perry giving away five hundred thousand. Dude, you like and share Tyler Perry had to post a fucking. <laughs> interview telling people to stop being scammed. Dude, I can't tell you how many of my older relatives on Facebook have posted that shit from not only Tyler Perry but name any random artist. P. Henson, they had one for her. I've seen one for T.I. giving away. I've seen many from Mayweather giving away stuff. People are making fake pages and people are just taking them as gospel and you retweet this to get a free house. No one's giving you that, dude. No one. For a retweet. For a retweet (laughs) or a reshare or a post or whatever. So that was, what, 4th of July? So what, we're at we're the, what's it, technically the 12th now. So that's like eight days or something like that. Dude, this video, this video has been watched 54,000 times, dog. And 871. I had to turn off my notifications. My phone was blowing up for three days, dude, until I realized I could turn off this shit, dude. <laughs> but it was so funny. I'm going to play the, uh, so you can just hear the audio. Audio. Of this, uh, of them, uh, Charlie Landon standing in line with these folks and, uh, pretty much kind of trolling them. The line is all the way around the city county building. Why? We're getting houses for free. Free houses? Yeah. Really? Free Look houses. What do you think about that? I think that's grand tiffin. <laughs> <laughs> And look at the line all the way around the city county building to get a free house. Are you That's happy? right. I'm very happy. Give me a deed as key. Thank you. They won't let me get the mega bees and they're giving me a house. Wow. Dude, our people are so fucking embarrassing, uh, dude. Shit. <laughs> Give me a deed and some keys. Thank you. Ladies sit there with, a, with no bra on, titties just slanging and shit, dog. Motherfuckers got chairs, chairs lined up all around the fucking building, dog. Like you pause. Um, <laughs> I've noticed that Detroit people will say chairs and say it as cheers. I have to correct myself. And you do it. All the fucking time. I, I had to correct myself because I, 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 I caught myself. I used to I'll say it all the time as I, when I was younger. And I, I constantly still have to correct myself. I, 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 was, I don't know. Is that a local thing? I mean, I, I, don't, don't, I don't know. I feel like everybody doesn't make the dumb mistake that I've done for years. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's just you. But I heard a thing where uh, people were talking about the um, uh, like prom shit. Uh, how prom... Uh, Prime photos and shit like that. How they make it like a big extra- extravagant thing. And when we were at um, 
uh, Thomas McGee's in uh, Greetown. It was mad people like, yeah, uh, these uh, uh, prom shit, they make it so extravagant and they be having mad cheers there and cheers and this and the cheers. I'm like, cheers? Like, you talking about chairs? Like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm like, are you talking about chairs? Like, something you sit in? But they say cheers. Like, is that a thing? Is that is that something where like people say cheers? Oh, I know, I, I know. Cause I, I know your I, ass say I, that I, shit. I know I'm a constant. Uh, your uh, ass say cheers, dog. Like you, I'm you a say constant that abuser shit. of cheers. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I'm listening to them, like, and they were like, "Yeah, uh, she had a cheer there." And I'm like, a, "A cheer? Like a chair? Like do you mean chair?" And I I didn't want to say shit, but I'm like, yeah, "I'm a constant abuser of it," and I don't know what the fuck. And it may cheer? be just years of not being corrected. Just say fuck it, just cheers. Cheer, but I, I, but I feel like I'm saying it uh, almost, but not really. Like cheer, cheer. No, I hear cheers. No, it's it's definitely sounding like C H E E R. Yeah, it's it's definitely. Yeah, I don't know if that's just a local thing or not. I don't know, but I I just ordered. I caught my wife saying it. I was like, I hear cheers. Gotcha. I hear cheers, and I just I just wanted to point it out. That's cool. Thanks for letting me know, man. Yeah, so, sorry, but yeah, go ahead. Shit. <laughs> um, no, um, I didn't really have nothing else. Um, we can't wrap up unless you got anything else. Uh, no, we can wrap. Up. I I had shit that I kind of want to talk about, but you know what? Let's we wrap were, up. We've now been running, so and we, we can good. upload some episodes. So yeah, we can have some shit for y'all to listen to. Hit hit these niggas with like six hours <laughs> of, of uh of, of shit. shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, if. if I've totally lost track. Oh, so if you want to find our podcast, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, SoundCloud. Most, it's that for Spotify. We're not there. Um, but anything else be. you can find us that we, we may better. I hear, so I, I've seen some podcasts that's been added. I think they, I don't know if they do it quarterly or something like that, but it's something to look, look into. But for now, you can catch us on our normals, normal shits. Uh, Our normals. Tony, what do you listen to the podcast through? iTunes? iTunes. Yeah. So, for people that Android, I use uh, uh, Podcast Addict, and you can pretty much add any podcast to there, and I just play mine through there. Um, so, it's cool shit if you um, don't have a platform to, to play it through. Um, find our our uh, Twitter page at, uh, at What Up Though Podcast or um, Mike's. Twitter is Michael underscore Aaron. Mine is Grumpy Otis with a zero. Uh, thanks, Tony, for stopping by. And uh, we'll, I think we're recording next week. Yeah, we see y'all. Wait, what's, what's Wait. this date? No, no we're not. Uh, we're, we're Thomas McGee. Yeah, so we're yeah. not. So, yeah, we'll be drunk yeah. next week. So we'll uh, see y'all Give us in, a pass. in probably two weeks. So peace. Fuck white, fuck white, white people. <laughs> fuck them. Yeah, <laughs> He went from, I'm not drinking no more. I saw you pour two drinks since you said that, dog. Yeah, fuck, fuck white people. <laughs> Peace. I can't say it. Peace.